Three here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Rancher, and welcome to our 27th episode of Trees 3. And we're going to jump right into this with our news and notes. And there is nothing more newsworthy or noteworthy than handing away $500 to our NBA Bracket Challenge champion, along with a couple other prizes. Coming in first place with 11 points to win my first ever Bracket Challenge, I won. But because I'm a Sports Tree employee, I can't win the money, so the money goes on to our runner-up. With 10 points coming in second place, it was Jurgen Sosa. Another upgraded subscriber with multiple brackets comes through to win big. Jurgen takes home his second $500 prize, courtesy of us here at Sports Tree. In second place with 9 points, winning a sweater is Jake Kearley. And in third place with 8 points, breaking the tie by guessing 210 points in the final game. The closest to the final score without going over was Brynlin Roundtree. She wins a Sports Tree hat of choice. Congratulations to all the winners. We'll have a couple more bracket challenges coming up in a few weeks. Our bump of the week goes to the now Cleveland Indians. The team has taken a step forward in our society by changing their name going forward into next season to be the Guardians. The logo kind of looks like the cartoon classic Thor helmet, but it's better than marginalizing an entire demographic of our society. Well, I'm not crazy about the logo, let's not forget that the team's original name was the Grand Rapids Rustlers before changing it at the turn of the 20th century. So for anyone that's saying, let's keep the original name, do some homework and have no fear. Major League will always be a classic film. That was also our trivia question on this week's edition of Wing Wednesday. So if you're tuned in to Sports Tree, you're ahead of the game and you already knew about those Grand Rapids Rustlers. Cleveland, way to go. You get our bump of the week. Our step of the week has to go to the Montreal Canadiens, who took a step backwards in our society and quite literally hindered it by taking Logan Malo. How can we say we're moving forward and diversifying as a society when a criminal gets drafted over hardworking, gutsy prospects? By making this tone-deaf selection, the Canadians are telling society that you can be a criminal, but as long as you're good at sports, you're above the law and other people don't matter. As a professional organization, it's 2021. How did that just happen? They even released a statement acknowledging that this was wrong, and they're still standing by it. If you have to release a statement saying that something is wrong, you should probably take your own advice. The victim has stated that all she wanted was a heartfelt apology, and her assaulter couldn't even give her that, and goes further to say that he has shown no remorse. That is some serial killer stuff. For perspective, think about your mom. Think about your sisters and your daughters. As a man that grew up with sisters in the hockey community, this is just scary to see. If it can happen in Sweden and be condoned in Canada, it can legitimately happen anytime, anywhere. Well, I do believe in second chances, if the victim is too scared or uncomfortable to meet with this guy and this guy can't apologize and show zero remorse, that's a red flag. Montreal, you are a disgusting excuse for a professional organization. Look at what your fans are saying on Twitter. This draft pick shows that Montreal cares more about winning than class, character, and being a criminal. But based on their Stanley Cup final performance, they're not doing a whole lot of winning either. Montreal, you get our stump of the week. Coming in at number three this week is the NHL draft, and the draft continues into the weekend. The Sabres took Owen Power with the first overall pick, and the Michigan product is bar none my top prospect in the draft. Luke Hughes will join his brother Jack in New 
New Jersey. Jack was so pumped up he was bouncing around like the Energizer Bunny when the Devils selected his younger brother. Hughes will also play in Michigan next season. Look out for those Wolverines. The Maple Leafs will make their first selection later today with the 57th overall pick. Stay tuned to Sports Tree for all things NHL Draft. Coming at number two this week on Trees 3 is UFC Vegas 32, and it is the return of TJ Dillashaw. Well, he's a legend, no doubt. He's also a cheater, and the narrative for this comeback fight is complete BS. Corey Sandhagen is the future of this division. The guy is a killer. So technically smart, so technically sound. He's going to knock out Dillashaw. Dillashaw was dropped against Cody Garbrandt and Henry Cejudo, literally saved by the bell against Cody Garbrandt and knocked out by Henry Cejudo, a guy at 125. Not only that, he was knocked out with EPO in his system. EPO helps your blood flow. It helps your cardio. If you're getting knocked out with EPO in your system by a guy at 125 pounds, what do you think a guy with 135 pounds and 9 finishes is going to do to you? For how good TJ was, he's 2 years removed from competition and he cheated. We don't know how long he was on EPO and the rumors stretch back to 2013. The facts are he's a cheater and he got caught and the Sandman is going to give him a nightmarish sleep on Saturday night. Our co-main event is Kyler Phillips versus Paiva and moving up a weight class Paiva, he's got tight striking but Kyler Phillips is the real deal folks. He's an exciting prospect that lands a solid clip of over 5 significant strikes per minute. The size difference and the power behind Kyler Phillips shots should wear Paiva down and lead to a knockout finish. I like Phillips by KO. Macy Barber versus Miranda Maverick is going to be an awesome fight between the two extremely durable women. However, there's a massive hole in Barber's game. She does not move her head off the center line. Maverick is going to piece her up with a million jabs, but with that said, Barber also has excellent striking. Look for this to be a war, but Maverick, from what I've seen, has the cleaner all-around game and can take this fight to the mat if need be. She has more paths to victory and is more technically sound. I like Maverick. For Arce versus well, make sure you take Arce. He's a strong striker with a win over Dan 50k Ige. He's simply the more well-rounded fighter that's proven himself against higher level competition. As for Eubanks versus Reed, make sure you take Eubanks. She's the bigger, stronger girl with a significant grappling advantage. I think she beats Reed to a pulp in Reed's UFC debut. That leads us into our Monkey Knife Fight Play of the Day, folks, and we're going to play a Monkey Knife Fight Knockout King contest. All you need to do is select three fighters on a minimum $5 entry. If all three of your fighters score a knockout, you're in to win your share of $2,500. We just talked about Corey Sandhagen. TJ Dillashaw, he's been rocked before with EPO in his system. He's two years removed from the cage. Corey Sandhagen is the future of the division. I like Sandhagen via knockout. Our second pick is Kyler Phillips. We mentioned him versus Paiva. Make sure you take Phillips for the knockout. And our third and final pick is Adrian Yanis. This kid has tight boxing and he's taking on Randy Costa. These two combine for over 12 significant strikes landed per minute and absorb over seven and a half. Look for this fight to be fireworks, but Yanis is the better defense and is more technically sound as a striker. Take him with the knockout win. Coming in number one this week on Trees 3 is the 3M Open from TPC Twin Cities. Adam Hadwin and Ryan Armour both shot 65s on Friday to co-lead the tournament at 10 under par entering the weekend. Heading into the weekend in typical Trees 3 fashion, we're going to give you three golfers to look out for for a nice ROI. The first one being Matthew Wolf. Right now he sits at 66 to 1 and 4 under par. In 2019, he made an eagle on the last hole to beat Bryson DeChambeau and Colin Morikawa by a single stroke. He also leads the tour in eagles per hole rate. If he gets dialed in, look for him to go very low over the weekend. 
Our second pick is Tony Finau. He shot an excellent 300 par in the final round of the Open. He sits 17th on tour in scoring average, 7th in strokes gained around the green, and 10th in strokes gained tee to green. On the course with 3 par 5s and a 380 yard par 4, a heavy hitter with steady hands around the green is a solid pick, and that's why I like Tony Finau going into the weekend. Our third and final pick is Cameron Tringali. He finished 3rd place at last year's 3M Open and has gathered 2 more 3rd place finishes and finished 26th at the Open, his highest finish in a major. He also ranks 12th in putting and has gone 151 straight holes without a three putt and is currently seven under with 16 to one odds. As for a trivia question on this week's edition of Trees 3, we mentioned it earlier in the show. What is the new name of Cleveland's MLB franchise? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com, click on our web app, SportsTree.ca, and answer that question. Remember that an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chances to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. Cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one.